0: So by now, you've all heard about COVID-19, aka the coronavirus. And if you're not concerned about its impact, I'm telling you, get concerned. The impact to our world personally, economically, and socially will leave an undeniable impression for years to come. Now, there'll be plenty of time for us to discuss how we got here and what we need to do to protect humanity in the future. But right now, we must all do our part to slow the spread of this virus and protect the most vulnerable amongst us. In today's episode, we discuss COVID-19's impact on the cannabis industry, as well as review the guidelines put in place to slow the virus over the next 15 days. I hope you enjoy the show as much as we enjoy bringing it to you. I'm your host, Garth Case, alongside my partners in all things green, Odine Gabe and Andre Brown, and this is the Real Green Show.
1: It represents, yeah, eh. rock, Jamrock, Algae, and some of the best, yeah, yeah, Marijuana Jamrock Organics,
0: tell them we are the best legal and medicine marijuana. We a natural from the earth by the farmer. Jamrock Organics, them are the best. Them producing
1: some of the purest cannabis. Are the best legal and medicine marijuana. Grow natural from the earth by the farmer. Jamrock Organics, them are the
0: best. Them producing some of the purest cannabis. Hey, what's going on, fellas?
1: Hey G, what's going on? How are you? I'm good, man. Andre, you there? I am here, fellas. I'm here. You know, heart's a little heavy this week, concerned about this whole coronavirus, but um, happy to be here, happy to hear your voices and, you know, let's get this rocking.
0: Yeah, well, at least um, right now, I think we're not directly impacted ourselves. All of us are healthy. Um, thank uh, God for that and you know but this is a this is a serious one right this is one that I don't think anyone really 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 understood the impact um, that could be possible Uh, And it's happened so quickly as
2: well. You know, in the span of a few months, this thing has become you know, just something that we we heard on the news occasionally to it taking up every headline every single day. Now it's the spread of it has been ridiculous it's true
1: and in fact what what's kind of scary for me too is you know with 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 the internet with the expansion of the world the world has gotten so small and we've been reaping the benefits of it not really realizing that the downside of having that kind of global connection is something like this you know so that's 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 my takeaway you know from what is going on right now it's like okay what's happening what else can possibly happen in the future if we're not prepared
0: very true, very true. I think, you know, to your point, the world is smaller than we thought, right? Um, when I look at the global map and all the countries that are now affected by this, it is absolutely scary to think that it could spread so quickly. Now, you know, given, I think, that we were aware of this stuff starting around December, maybe early January, um, you know, but I don't think anyone truly understood the impact, you know, and in, in, in really what it would take to control something like this if it became a pandemic. Um, And it is, you know, so, you know, but that said, um, you know, I want to play a little bit of a snippet here from our commander in chief, Donald Trump, um, the man who is supposed to be in charge of protecting us, um, not feeling overly protected today, but, um, but take a look at, listen to this and then we'll come back and talk about it a little bit.
3: We're announcing new guidelines for every American to follow. Over the next 15 days, as we combat the virus, each and every one of us has a critical role to play in stopping the spread and transmission of the virus. For My administration is recommending that all Americans, including the young and healthy, work to engage in schooling from home when possible, avoid gathering in groups of more than 10 people, avoid discretionary travel, and avoid eating and drinking at bars, restaurants, and public food courts. If everyone makes this uh, change or these critical changes and sacrifices now, we will rally together as one nation, and we will defeat the virus, and we're going to have a big celebration all together. With several weeks of focused action, we can turn the corner and turn it quickly. A lot of progress has been made. I'm also pleased to report today that a vaccine candidate has begun the phase 1 clinical trial. The stock market took another hit today. Is the US economy heading into a recession? Well, it may be. We're not thinking in terms of recession, we're thinking in terms of the virus. Once we stop, I think there's a tremendous pent-up demand both in terms of the stock market and in terms of the economy. And once this goes away, once it uh, goes through and we're done with it, I think you're going to see a tremendous a tremendous surge. Does the buck stop with you? And on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your response to this crisis? I'd rate it a 10. I think we've done a great job. And it started with the fact that we kept a very highly infected country, despite all of the, even the professionals, uh, saying, no, it's too early to do that. We were very, very early with respect to China. And we would have a whole different situation in this country if we didn't do that.
0: All right, so you heard it from the man himself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man, whenever I hear uh, the president talk, man, it's 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 hilarious. It's uh, the man said he's going to celebrate when it's awesome, and then oh, I, I, give him himself I a ten. Did-
1: I personally feel you guys are setting me up on this because you know how I feel about him and about politics. And of all the pieces for you to play, you played that one. I, I'm just going to hold my tongue for now, okay? Listen,
0: you know, it's it's crazy because we... This is a time for us to pull together, obviously, right? This is a, a literal threat to humanity um, and maybe one of many, right? This is... I don't think we're ever going to look at things the same again and knowing fully well um, what's possible from viruses of this nature. Um, But when I hear this man, you know, speak, it just does not give me confidence that he's in Control of what is happening here, you know, uh, it just it's very scary. And 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 like I said, I try not to be political about things like this, but um, when it comes to people's lives and our lives in particular too, and our families, it 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 becomes truly concerning because. He, he cannot be rating himself a 10 here. A 10 would mean sorry, that it is no seems, problem. <laughs> right.
2: He seems so disconnected from it all. You know what I mean? Like, even the, the tone of his voice from, from that press conference, it seems so robotic. You know, like, mm-hmm. there was no, like, inkling of concern in his voice to to, to to really, you know, reassure the American people that, you know, like, mm-hmm. we are on the path to something better here. You know, we are going to figure it out. You know, you just don't get that confidence from him. And it's just, you know, it's scary.
1: It's it's because it's not there. It's because he's following the same script, the same talking points that he used during the impeachment, that he used through any kind of crisis, which to me is also very disturbing because as a country, in my lifetime at least, we've never faced anything of this magnitude. And the way how he you know was disseminating information you could see that it was talking points and he had no clarity he had no full concept or grasp of what he was saying and what's going to be happening he's just going off of just basic generalization generalization and i mean it doesn't take a lot to really go on the internet and find out there's a lot of garbage out there but there are a lot of Pertinent scientists, more specifically with the CDC, that are, you know, giving us good, credible information and good advice as what we should be doing every day. And I got none of that from him. And, you know, the whole fact that he's giving himself a 10. Well, he gives himself a 10 on anything. So um, I didn't pay attention to that, but I found him making that type of statement brought a level of it, it it not that he had much credibility in the first place but it brought more discredit because it just seemed like you know game on game as normal when this is not this is this is a, this is a lifetime crisis for me
0: yep yep that's very factual man without question uh you know so at least he, you know his team uh, I'm not going to give him any credit here because it's really the the people who are standing behind him and the people who are You know, understanding the risk factors here and how serious this is, Um, and more than likely have not been downplaying it like he has been downplaying it for weeks. Um, You know, that have come up with these ideas around, you know, a 15 day um, to slow the spread campaign, right? I I think this is a great idea. Um, I'm really hoping it does work. Um, and I wanted to just take you guys through them um, very quickly and for our audience just to make sure everyone's on the same page here. It's really, really important that people follow this. I can't stress it enough. Um, you know, I'm a, a student of data. I get what they're talking about around you know, the spread and the curve and how this stuff works. And if we're able to slow it, right, it doesn't say that it's going to stop it. But if we're able to slow it, we're able to try kind of triage and control um, the people who are sick and who are, who are really in need. Um, in Italy, they didn't get that chance, right? People had to literally make day to day calls on who would die and who would live because there was not enough infrastructure to support the sick. Uh, that's not a decision I think we want to have here in this country so um you know or any one of us to go through uh so so the very first one i think he he had on this was that if you feel sick stay home do not go to work contact your medical provider i should mention some of these things sound so simple that you know that anyone would know these things i thought but i guess making them
2: like common sense measures oh (laughs)
0: 100 but surprisingly shockingly A lot of people were not adhering to any of this because, again, I think they were downplaying um, the severity. and, And, you know, and again, you can feel very healthy and still be a carrier of this virus. Right. And that's the, the the crazy part about it, right? Right. So
2: we didn't we hear that um, Idris Idris Elba um contracted a virus and he said he reported no symptoms at all. Yeah, exactly. Also,
1: Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks and his wife was the same thing. Um they had they were totally unsymptomatic, but because they knew someone who was exposed to and they were in close proximities with him, they made the 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 responsible and conscious decision to have themselves tested. But they were showing no symptoms either. And that that's, for me, the, the scariest part of this whole thing.
0: Yeah, very true. And it, it kind of sits around and waits for your immune system to, or someone's immune system around you or yours to be low. And then, you know, that's when you really get into a problem. So our second one here on the list of what he sent out for the 15 days to slow the spread is if your children are sick, keep them at home. Do not send them to school. Contact your medical provider. Um, if some, the third one is if someone in your household has tested positive for the coronavirus, keep the entire household at home. Do not go to work. Do not go to school. Contact your medical provider. If you're an older person, stay home and away from other people. Now, that is really difficult, you know, um, because older people tend to rely on others to take care of them. Uh, and so that's one of the things that we should think about very much so is that the elderly amongst us are the most vulnerable and as such, we should do what we can, though, to help them. You know, I saw a story where there was a young lady going to the grocery store, and there was this old couple who had an immune problem, um, you know, and they were very scared of getting in contact with this virus or something happening, and they sat in their car for, for hours trying to get someone to help them buy grocery because they didn't want to walk into the grocery store. You know, so this goes to show you that there's a lot of people out there that would still need help Um, especially the elderly, elderly, but, you know, we got to do what we can to help these folks. It's not like completely forget about them. Right, and I think
2: it's going to be particularly difficult for an elderly person because they value social contact more than any one of us, you know, they really need someone to talk to a lot of the times or they feel you know very isolated and mm-hmm. uh, and depressed a lot of the time so right. you know it's going to be very hard for yep. um, older people to
0: really adjust to this so let's make phone calls you know so for you you know anyone you know that's elderly and you, they're you know kind of sheltering in place if you will let's make sure they're um you know you're reaching out you know um let's not forget about them right that's that's really important Uh, Last last on the list is if you're a person with a serious underlying health condition that can put you at increased risk, for example, a condition that impairs your lung or heart function or weakens your immune system, stay home and away from other people. Right. Again, this is something that they're asking to be done for 15 days. Um, And, you know, 15 days it might not sound like a long time but when you're shut into your house for 15 days um you know it definitely can can kind of wreak havoc in many ways so um but it's something that we have to do right it, it's it's something that we should we have to look at as a one of our highest priorities um is to honor this and and really you know follow what local law enforcement is um directing us to do and and you know just do our part that's my point do our part right to to help stop this, so we can figure out what the next normal looks like, um, you know, after going through this. Uh, obviously, some of the things that you should be practicing, you know, um, uh, in terms of the, the, the second page of their guidelines, uh, is you know, work or engage in schooling from home whenever possible. Um, that's obviously what we're doing. We're working from home and and focusing um, on what we have to do from here as much as we can. Um, if you work in a critical infrastructure industry, as defined by the Department of Homeland Security, such as healthcare services and pharmaceutical and food supply, you have a special responsibility to maintain your normal work schedule. You and your employers should follow CDC gui- guidance um, to protect your health at work. Now, you know, this has got to be a really tough one. If you're in the medical industry, obviously you signed up for taking care of people in dealing with situations like this, but I've seen where several people have paid the ultimate cost here, right, um, in, in terms of medical professionals who have contracted the virus, um, you know, and it, it's a scary time. You know, I'm just hoping that they have all the equipment and the protective things that they need to, to be able to do their jobs. You know, th- that was another thing that pissed me off a lot was knowing that we were talking about, you know, tests and, and, and equipment to protect the, the folks in the medical industry, um, and hearing that we had though all those things when then you know hearing directly from those folks that they didn't you know it's it's just very troubling you know so no, yeah. it's terrible
2: um, you, you you see the same thing happening in Italy right where the all the hospitals are being overwhelmed and because they don't have enough supplies and resources um, to really help the amount of people that are coming into the system you know these nurses and doctors are being infected Every single day. So essentially, they're, they're being a patient and a doctor at the same time. And you know, I, I see the same thing happening here in the U.S. Because, you know, with a privatized um, healthcare industry, you. They don't put those things on the table. I think Governor, the Governor of New York Cuomo, um, uh, mentioned this: is that they don't have those extra resources on hand to deal with a situation like this. And it just goes to show you that you know the, the, the uncertainty of um, the spread and um, the effects of this in the U.S. It's 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 you know it's going to tell a story here. Yeah, without question.
3: Yeah,
1: I think also what it boils down to is is it's ultimately not being prepared. And not being prepared are... It's affecting the people that are on the front line. Um, I think Bill Gates had given a TED Talk about... Three or four years ago, where he did express, you know, he has been, he and his company had been doing some research, and you know, he did express that something exactly like this could have happened, and the reason why it would have been ha- it would have happened was because we were not not that we don't have the uh, the technology or the personnel to handle it, but we just did not give a level of importance that allowed us to be prepared for it. So, you know, I I, I support what you're saying a hundred percent. But, you know, I think where the the, the primary problem is, is, is is being prepared and getting the resources to get to the people so that the people who have the knowledge to help us don't get sick themselves.
0: Yeah, it's true. I mean, it, listen, right now, I think we're going to have plenty of time to look back and wonder how we got here. Right. And there'll be some answers that will be required without question. Um, you heard in the piece we played that a reporter said the buck stops with our president and it does 100 there was an entire team in 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 the white house dedicated to managing these types of situations and and knowing when to act and and so on but that team was fired um up on him you know entering the white house so you know this type of stuff is just crazy at the end of the day Um, We live in a world where germ warfare um, and viruses and things like this are entirely possible, more so than a nuclear bomb, quite honestly, right? You know, uh, and and yet we're not protecting ourselves against it. We're spending money on, on more arms um instead of figuring out better ways to protect ourselves from things like this it's crazy because yeah
2: that's nuclear it's not about um military warfare anymore you know it's going to be biological warfare and technological warfare at this point and i think the people in power needs to recognize that you know the world is not the same as it was you know 50 years ago it's it's a different a different type of, um, you know, for, for countries who really want to attack
0: us, it's going to be a different type of warfare for for, for, for the US. Yeah, I agree. Um, next one here avoid eating or drinking at bars, restaurants, and food courts. Use drive through, pick up, or delivery options. I mean, that is devastating. I can't tell you, you know, when you think about an economic impact, what that means um, to people in the restaurant industry. Um, you know, the bar industry, the nightclub industry. Um, obviously, this is a must do, you know, because, you know, in these settings, you can't help but be near each other. Um, but the impact here is going to be crazy. And if you weren't um, in the business of delivering before, um, as a restaurant owner, you better figure it out now, you know, because, you know, for the foreseeable future, I think this is going to be the case. If this 15 day thing doesn't, pan out the way they're hoping um we might be well into 60 days 90 days of a scenario like this so um you know it's it's unfortunate but man it's going to have some impact and we'll talk about that in our second segment a little bit about how that will impact our cannabis industry um next one here avoid um discretionary travel so you know obviously we're grounded that's going to impact the airline industry quite a bit I'm sure. Um, but at the end of the day this is something that we just have to do. Do not visit nursing homes or retirement or long-term care facilities unless to provide critical assistance. Uh, so again the elderly here are being left out on the island by themselves. Um, you know you are not even able to visit you know a family member. Um, you know, and for good cause, we understand you know, and it's 15 days so it's not so bad so this is where the phone calls come in and the video calls come in whatever is necessary to make sure that um, they don't feel alone um, then practice good hygiene this one goes damn near without saying but wash your hands especially after touching any frequently used item or surface, avoid touching your face, now that's really tough um, but it's something that we have to just consciously try to do sneeze or cough into a tissue or the inside of your elbow. Disinfect frequently used items and surfaces as much as possible. So again, the guidelines here are meant to save our lives, right? And um, I'm hoping people take them seriously. Uh, and, uh, you know, you can always go to the CDC.gov to, to learn more um, about uh, some of these guidelines and get into detail about them. But please don't believe that this is not real and this is not a real problem. This is a real problem. Despite some of the the nonsense I see on social media and so on, this is a real problem and we need to take it seriously. I wanted to add a point um,
2: in terms of a good hygiene here, and I think they should have put this specifically there. But I think cell phones are one of the biggest carriers of germs <coughs> and bacteria and viruses. So I think they needed to put cell phones. Make sure you clean your cell phones as often as possible because you touch a surface and you automatically you, you reach for your cell phone, you always have it in your hand. So I think. People need to be um, more cognizant of that because that's going to be the, one of the biggest um, you know, vectors here when, in terms of spreading the virus. Yes, that is
0: so true. It's, it is very, very true. Um, you know, it's funny because I saw something once about that, about you know the amount of germs on a cell phone, which is really, really scary. Uh, but yeah, they should have added that. You know, uh, I, I, I don't know how come they didn't. Um, the thing I'm wondering if they had, they didn't talk about like handshakes and stuff either, which is, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of <laughs> weird, man. I'm, you know, right. the, 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 you know, again, I know these things are obvious, but they put some of the most obvious things all over this thing, but you know, the, the things that are really spreading this stuff, um, they should be very, very clear on, you know, like the handshakes. Um, I think we're going to move into being a bow society soon. Uh, well, we, we you know, just <laughs> bow into each other as we see each other, you know, But it's it's crazy. Anyway, um, but we want to spend some time just talking about that, making sure people are clear, um, you know, on the guidelines, because, you know, we believe that this is something that everyone needs to pay attention to. And if you're not paying attention to it, wake up and do it now. Uh, and, uh, and so the real reason we gathered today, though, was to talk about how this impacts the cannabis industry. Um, because it's going to have some direct, um, you know, short-term and long-term impacts. Uh, and I wanted to kind of talk through some of those with you guys. Uh, and, you know, share it with our, with our listeners, particularly those who are, are, you know, cannabis users, CBD users, um, you know, or even people who are in the industry who, who listen to us. Uh, so, one of the things that I'm beginning to recognize right away here is that, you know, cannabis sales more than likely will increase as a result of this. Um, I think primarily because, you know, as, as you shut into your house, your anxiety is going up, you're, you're more and more worried about what's next, um, and you're looking for an escape. You know, people might escape to alcohol, some people escape to, to cannabis, cannabis being a safer option and a better option personally. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, I think this is something that we can expect. Um, And obviously, as people's anxiety goes up, we think that there will be increased use in CBD too, right? Because it does help um, with anxiety. And and so we can anticipate um, that happening and, and in fact, encourage it, right? Because, you know, one of the things we want people to do is stay calm, right? Let's not get, um, you know, overly worked up here. Uh, and then, you know, obviously increase in price. Well, this is one of the things that I'm most concerned about is that people might be price gouging a bit here, and increasing the price of cannabis, given the the future of uh, the uncertain future, I should say of of what's next. Um, and I hope that doesn't happen. I hope people, you know, continue to make it accessible um, to to folks and so on.
1: go ahead well i'm i'm I'm. I'm in full agreement with everything you said. Um, I'd like to give a little bit more clarification as to why I think it it should be, you know, I, I, I think people should be using more cannabis and more CBDs right now because, you know, there's a lot of anxiety that's taking place and what we've done and, and with all the stuff on research that, you know, us as a team, we've been doing, um, we found out that when you're nervous, you produce cortisol and adrenaline and, those two those two chemicals in your body shuts down your central nervous system and the coronavirus attacks your central nervous system so the truth of it is us panicking and being you know frantic and nervous and full of anxiety actually makes us much more susceptible to getting the coronavirus, you know, and and that's just a reality. That's why if you listen to the medical specialists, they're really encouraging people not to panic and to stay calm. But there's a real scientific reason behind this, and the beauty of it is, is you know, the products that we use, and 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 you know, it, it helps. It helps with it. So it's actually a good time for us to be, you know, to be using it. And I really see where. People are spending more time at home. They're spending more time at family. I think you'll actually see a spike. In fact, we're seeing indicators already where cannabis use is increasing right now. And I think especially for first time users or new users or or users that don't use it on a frequent level, I think based off of what is going on now, you might see an increase in in usage, which might turn into a long-term practice.
2: That is true and just to piggyback off to your point, Jay, um, I was reading
1: the article and I've, I've seen
2: that um, a lot of the, the cannabis friendly countries, namely um, the Netherlands, Amsterdam, you know, a lot of these people are lining up around the blocks in these coffee shops, uh, you know, trying to get um, as much product. Um, to stack up as possible because you know being in the house you know for, for such long periods at a time um, during a quarantine or a lockdown you really do get cabin fever you do really start to get anxious and yeah you know you're, you are definitely at a higher risk of contracting the virus because of your, your hormonal you know imbalances that are going on so you know it's I think it's very important that you know people at least try to 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 stay calm in some
0: way and cannabis definitely helps in that way yeah as opposed to like a like alcohol which really does lower your immune system um the more you drink so you know again safer option um as an escape you need one you know obviously cannabis is there um as well as um you know if you're not into getting high then you know cbd is your next best alternative um, so, what are the short-term impacts do we anticipate here, guys? About you all, I think um, a lot of um, workers in the cannabis industry
2: um, will will be affected here. You know, just like every other retail industry that's being affected, then the cannabis industry will be no different. Um, with eventually less people going into dispensaries and, and stores and whatnot, there'll be um, less hours on the books for people to claim. And, uh, um, you know, that's obviously um, going to impact in a the reduced income and, you know, a loss of um, opportunity there. So, you know, just like, the, you know, the retail industry and every other industry, um, the cannabis industry will be no different and definitely face some some type of hardship here.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. And, you know, the, the, the bailout bill that's being um, signed uh, to help people, I'm hoping this helps people in the cannabis industry too because because we're in that gray <laughs> you know area. Say <laughs> again?
2: You know it won't, man. These, these people have, have no interest in helping the cannabis industry. If they haven't released, um, you know, some type of banking regulations, then you know, what 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 help will they provide for, you know, people who are impacted in
0: this? It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's true. Everything financial tends to skip the financial, you know, the the cannabis industry. But, you know, and this is really weird times, and I'm hoping that um, the IRS and, and you know, will look at this and ensure that um, people are treated fairly. You know, uh, we'll see. You know, time will tell, and I hope that the cannabis advocates and um, and lobbying groups recognize this as being a factor. Uh, in fact, we're a member of one, so we'll probably have to drop a letter to them to just make sure that we're clear on, on the fact that this needs to be you know, um something that's looked at from the perspective of Washington and, and making sure that, you know, people are properly covered, are treated the same, let's put it that way. Um, you know, so what else? What what else do we think is impacted here? Andre?
1: Yeah, I think you know, I I, I, I still I slightly disagree with all in the sense that I really think the early indicators are you know that people are using it more and 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 they're they're being exposed to to you know, to the benefits of what's happening, and and that it can help them, and I think it's bringing, it will ultimately bring new people to the industry. You know, I was reflecting on on the example that you gave, that was going on in Amsterdam, where people were buying and buying and buying. Um, I was reading an article earlier today where you know the guy was saying in California a similar thing is happening. So what that means is that their current inventory is being depleted, so immediately they have to go back into another growth cycle and another production cycle, which is actually. Preventing providing work for people, and it's one of the few industries right now that is, you know, there was a big bunch of layoffs a month or two ago before the crisis happened. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, when um, you know in crisis, there's always opportunity for certain industries, and I think it really might come back and help us out. Um, the other thing that uh, that in the near future that I'm concerned about though is 420. You know, 420 is a little bit over a month from now, and there was a bunch of different things, and you know, me personally, I was looking forward to participating more in 420 this year. I think that's going to be tremendously affected um, in terms of, you know, public programs and and public activities and concerts etc etc but again you know it'll be interesting to see if if cannabis use has increased there might be some kind of promotion where you know they're encouraging people to be using at home or you know there might be some internet festival that might be created where you know everyone's connected on the internet celebrating 420 I hope something like that comes around maybe we could take the lead on that somehow some way Um, but I think that in the near future where the cannabis industry is, is concerned uh, 420 will definitely be affected
0: yes that is for sure uh, and i wanted to clarify you mentioned that um you know in terms of what oh was just talking about you disagreed with the, the fact that um people would be impacted in terms of income and all that or were you start? you're finishing up on that
1: no, um, no i was i was i was finishing up on it in other words i, I think there might be a an increase in you know, in in work and in in not so much in salaries, but I, I don't think they're going to be cut as much as the other industry, like say the 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 restaurant industry, where no one's going to restaurants, so they, literally they have to lay off people. Um, the dispensaries may not be open, but they're pushing deliveries right now, and because there's a short-term increase in sales they have to be in production for the next two three months to accommodate what's going to be happening down the line so because of that i don't see anyone being laid off which is a good thing
0: okay i mean maybe that maybe in the short term but i I don't know i think there will be some um economic hell here to pay um just based on how the economy works right you know um if if people this is a discretionary product to a certain degree right for some people uh, for others it's medical obviously but um, it's one of those things that I think might be not on the top of the list um, as important as food you know so uh, you know it's something that we'll we'll see over time I think in terms of what the, the impact is uh, but I do agree with, with O here that there will be some impact um, because every other industry will be impacted in terms of um, having to potentially furlough, maybe lay off, or or in some way reduce hours that people work. And and pe- things are closing earlier now. So, you know, obviously most of the people in the campus industry are hourly paid um, if you're in a dispensary and so on. And so those, you know, they're going to see that their paychecks are going to shrink um, a bit more, I think. But, you know, time will tell. We'll watch that data and we'll definitely report back uh, on what we find. But as you talked mm-hmm. about 420, though, 420 is... It's definitely going to be impacted. Go ahead, um, Oh,
2: No, I was just um, <laughs> saying just a quick point here. Um, because living here, you know, you talk to a few dispensary owners and workers that, um, that are being affected right now. You know, um, a lot of the people who we used to buy from these dispensaries were restaurant workers, were, you know, small retail workers that, would kick their feet their feet up after a long day and enjoy, you know, some cannabis. So, you know, again, their, their incomes are being cut off right now and they, they don't know um, the long-term effects of this um, virus. So, you know, they're trying to save as much as they can. So they're, 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 the retail in, um, industry in terms of cannabis is definitely being affected right now
0: okay yeah, reasonable so let's talk about 420 though man because you know like dre said i was really looking forward to participating uh, a lot more in 420 um and making sure gem rock um, was um playing a bigger part in that uh and obviously we will not have a typical 420 more than likely at this point um given where we are and, and the trajectories that we're seeing uh so I guess, you know, we should think about ways in which we can still make it a special holiday. Um, make it you know, virtual in some way, right? Yeah, that's what <laughs> Dre said. I mean, I think we need to figure it out. I mean, you know, maybe we'll put that on our list of things to figure out, Come some creative ideas to try and, um, and, and fuel this because I, I think... Um, By then, um, we will be, you know, amongst the the folks that are stressed, beyond stressed um, about the, you know, where we are, unless we fix this thing or at least, you know, um, begin to address the the major portions of it in the next 15 days. So, so let's see what happens. You know, let's, let's talk about that more. And we'll definitely maybe, as we draw closer, definitely have a podcast about 420 and and maybe the new normal for 420 for, for this year uh see one of the thing that um you know came to mind the other day you know it's if you've never really smoked or you've you've never hung out in a group of people that smoked you know it is so typical for people to like puff puff pass right this idea of sharing cannabis in groups um is the norm right but i don't think it's going to be the norm anymore what do you guys think
2: there definitely be a change. Um, you know, it, I think it's going to be more short term than anything, maybe, um, because you know people are more uh, cognizant of what's going on. But people have been sharing cannabis um, since the beginning of time, man. And, you know, the, 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 the beauty of cannabis is the fact that we're able to really come together and share and partake in this consumption. And that's what makes it worthwhile for a lot of people. So, you know, this, this, um, this, this virus is really uh, disrupting a lot of that now. And uh, we, we'll just have to wait and see what happens in the long term. Yeah, so I've, I'm seeing um, no change. There's been no change in the the the, the, the social consumption methods from my end. Um, so you know, the long-term impacts will, 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 will It's definitely um, yet to be seen here.
3: Yeah, for
1: me, I what I I will find interesting to see how it plays out is is with the Rastafarians, um, how they celebrate is by puffing the chalice, and everybody has to partake in puffing the chalice. So it's going to be... I, in fact, I'm really eager to reach out to some of my Rastafarian friends back in Jamaica to see what the impact has been, and how it will be moving forward, because that's an integral part of their celebration in celebrating and sharing the chalice.
0: Wow, you know, that's something that's going to be interesting for sure. Um, and not just from a sharing perspective, it's, just, it's almost like a mentality too, is that I wonder if they are recognizing, you know, how serious this, uh, is, um, and whether they think that, um, they'll be impacted by it. I hope that they recognize that. And we, we probably have to follow up and have that conversation just to see, um, what their thoughts are on, on this whole thing. And I know everyone is aware of it and, and aware of the fear. In fact, in Jamaica, at last count, I think we're up to 20 people in Jamaica now that had um, the virus. Uh, and, you know, again, just to show you that, no place, no place on this planet. Um, you can't go anywhere to hide, right? Because believe me, I thought <laughs> about going anywhere to hide. <laughs> nowhere safe from this virus. No right? at all. You know, it's, it's crazy. So, you know, to close on this, I, I think, you know, long term wise, I, we're going to see some economic um, fallout here. Um, you know the cannabis industry doesn't get the bailout like everyone else does um, where the Fed is you know lowered interest rates and and is more than likely gonna buy up a ton of um, commercial paper or you know loans and stuff like that out there to um, to keep the, the economy afloat I mean we will be probably impacted positively um through connections, but directly not, you know, uh, you know, it's unfortunate because you know as an industry we're just we're not properly banked. And so we don't get to take advantage of, of some of these bailouts that are being uh, put in place right now to help everyone else. Uh, and that does suck. But you know, I, I think we've always been a very resilient and creative industry, and I have no doubt that we'll find ways to make this work uh, on our behalf. Uh, I know that I will, you know, with you guys, work to make sure that, you know, we come out on top at the end of the day um, in terms of what happens next here, uh, and, you know, we're just looking forward to putting this behind us, right, and learning from it, uh, and recognizing you know, what we have to do to move forward. So, you know, that's my final thoughts. How about you guys? Any final thoughts?
2: Yeah, and I, I just to to piggyback on what you said just now, man, it's it's going to be a uh, a tough time for a lot of people, but you know um, the strong survive, and um, you you just have to be re- resilient. Um, it's it's happened before; things like this have happened before, and uh, we just have to be smart about how we move forward. And you know it'll eventually go away, and uh, life will be back to normal in some way. I, I hope. <laughs>
1: So do I last thoughts? For, Ray? Yeah, for me, I think it's a tipping point. I think it's time for us to to really take an inventory of ourselves, of the world, how we live, what's important, who's important. You know, what do we do every day? What are our practices? What type of foods do we eat? Do we need to get back on focusing on wellness and wellness lifestyle? Because the reality of it is the reason why this, this virus has hit so strong and so fast is that a large portion of the population is not healthy and our immune systems are at risk. So I think this might be a tipping point. This might be a time to really stop and say, look, you know what, I, I, do I need to now start making sure that I make certain changes in my life so that when this happens again, we're a little bit more prepared. So I think it's. I think it will. I don't think the world will be ever will ever be the same again after this whole virus incident.
0: Yeah, no, I do agree. It won't never be the same. I think we will have to look at things differently, and our health is one of those things. I think we have to hit this thing from all angles. You know, we need to look at it from our ability to be prepared. Uh, you know, you know, from an infrastructure standpoint, government standpoint, um, and personally, right? What does it take? What does it look like to? have to go through this i think we're going to learn very very valuable lessons that we must take into the future uh and so with that said guys uh thank you again for being a part of this discussion i'm hoping that we get through this quickly and you guys stay safe um and i look forward to having our next discussion always a pleasure please stay safe guys wash your hands remember your phones please clean
1: your phones all the time Let's get through this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And be aware of your environment. Be aware of everyone that you're letting into your environment. But, you know, and also to hug your kids, man. Yes, absolutely. Hmm? And and our elderly. Don't forget about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. All right. All
0: right. Peace and love.
1: Take care.
0: What's up, everybody? You've just listened to The Real Green Show brought to you by Jamrock Organics. If you enjoyed the show today, please support us by sharing the podcast or leaving us a review. To learn more about us, check us out at jamrockorganics.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on our show, email us at wecare at jamrockorganics.com. Last but not least, please don't take any of the information you get on this show from the hosts or guests as medical, legal, or financial advice. Speak with the appropriate licensed professional. At times, we will share promotional information and provide commercial reviews of products. We will always disclose when we are paid or if any of our discussions are investment-related. Thanks for listening to the show. Peace and love, my friends.